You are about to enter a great adventure. This is Starting from Gorilla. Hey everybody, welcome back to our Royal Rumble review episode of Strutting from Gorilla. I am Mikey Cash, and back with me in the A-hole chair, Big Vito. I'm so happy you're back. I missed you. There's nothing like being in the A-hole chair, Mikey Cash. I uh, It was great watching the episode with you and you and Sarge. Did a great job. You killed it. But I wanted to scream through the, uh, the, the YouTube channel. I really did. There was so much I had to say and get off my chest, and I just couldn't. I just couldn't, but I know I, it's great to be back. Yeah. Well, did you enjoy enjoy your tropical vacation? I did. I did. I made it back just in time for the Royal Rumble. I literally like opened the door, turned the Rumble on, and they were like <clears throat> three people into the uh, into the the women's match. So I was able to catch a good amount of it. But nice. Um, yeah. No, it was good. Good. I'm refreshed. I'm ready to go. You know, what does is, what is Pat McAfee say? Let's go. <laughs> so uh, listen, man, I, I'm uh, obviously for the listeners at home, so glad you guys are here with us. I know we just released an episode on Friday with Sarge. He unfortunately couldn't be here today. So, uh, you know, but hey, the original two are here. So let, let's jump right into it. I mean, this rumble, you know, what? There, there's been a lot of thoughts about this rumble. I, I think. People aren't necessarily upset with the winners, but I I think overall, is it safe to say that this might have been not one of the best received shows that we've seen in quite some time? Yeah, you know, <clears throat> before we before we get into the rumble though, I, I do have to catch up. Oh just, yeah, just a tad bit because that's right. That's right. <clears throat> you do. I need to revisit a couple things because obviously the Vince McMahon thing going on is a big deal, right? Yeah, we um, missed a lot. And Unfortunately, our podcast is named after uh, Vince McMahon, you know, strutting from right. Gorilla. Like, right. Um, you know, and and I think you guys did a pretty good job of of hitting everything, you know, exactly how I felt. Um, what, what's interesting, though, is I feel like as much as it, it obviously is a terrible thing. Um, I feel like they have been trying to distance themselves from Vince McMahon and they knew this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder how much of it, you know, has to do with Stephanie McMahon resigning and not wanting it, anything to do with it. And and Shane McMahon, how much they knew about this. I mean, cause clearly they had to know before all of this came out. I mean, it's, I don't think this was a surprise to them. And, and I mean, I think, there's probably a lot of people that didn't know the situation, but it mm-hmm. seemed like they were distancing themselves anyways. And um, it doesn't feel as much as he's a big part of WWE. And you think of yeah. WWE, you think of wrestling, you think of how much Vince McMahon has done. If he was more prominently involved, it I feel like it would be like a a, a bigger knock to WWE but they distance themselves so much and then they bring in the rock, which I don't think was a coincidence. And now he's on the board of directors. Um, I just, you know, I think a lot of that stuff, if you go back in the the realm of history of wrestling, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the locker room that, you know, unfortunately in the eighties and nineties, there wasn't a lot of good things. Right. And, mm-hmm. and I think with his prominent power, he was able to skate by with some of this stuff and it's just, I'm glad if this, you know, is true, which I'm not doubting it is, it's pretty detailed. Uh, it, I, I'm glad they caught him like, you know, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad we're not celebrating a guy who uh, would do these things. Like it's just in today's world and in any world, it's just something you don't want to see. Um, you don't want to hear about. Uh, and you know, I, I'm always a big proponent of trying to separate the two. Like, I think this is going to be a mark on him. Like it was before we had talked about this on a previous episode. And, but I also think he still has done a lot for wrestling. Um, Mm -hmm. 
and without him, I don't think you have a lot of the stuff that you have today. And uh, I, I, I don't know what you do. What, what I find interesting is if this was Hulk Hogan or Chris Benoit or another talent, they bury them. They don't even talk about the guy, you know, and I, I hope Vince gets a little bit of that treatment um, because quite honestly, it, it he should. You know, unfortunately, yeah. he. If you look back in the the history of wrestling, he's probably going to go down as one of the best heel characters they've ever had, right? And to be hard mm-hmm. not to to focus on him, but it's almost like that heel character came to life. I mean, they showed a clip of Hulk Hogan when he was um, was it Mister America or whatever he was doing right before <laughs> right. he was fired, and he he's doing the 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 lie detector test and it's like that clip did not air well <laughs> you know it talks about he's like no. uh, he's like i'm no pervert <laughs> and then the lie detector, the lie detector goes, off. goes off it's like uh, you know i think there's well, truth to his character to be honest mm-hmm. with you i think in a lot of these instances with the wrestlers the best characters are real life portrayals of themselves and unfortunately uh that's the guy you get right but it, it puts puts those those clips of him with Trish and Stacy Keebler, all of that into like a very uncomfortable perspective. When it, it does when you reflect on it. It does, and um, you know it's unfortunate for the woman that this happened to. Obviously, mm-hmm. you you feel terrible for her. She was in a spot that you know you don't want a, a lot of people. You don't want to see in that spot. Like that's a really difficult spot to be in when you have someone who's controlling your career and threatening you and your livelihood and and your mm-hmm. life basically to 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 do some of this stuff but you know i again i think it's a stain on his his career i think wwe mm-hmm. and tko set it up so that they were distancing themselves from him and unfortunately it, it comes at a time where i think wwe is at a high spot where they haven't been in probably two decades so hopefully you know um this gets handled and vince mcmahon you know this woman gets her justice if you know and and we move on because i've been enjoying a lot of the storylines in wwe and i i hope it doesn't taint all the hard work that some of these people have been doing um Mm -hmm. and and the momentum that they've they've had so that's kind of my two cents in a quick like nutshell, but you guys did a great job covering it, oh, and I I feel the same way you guys do. It 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 sucks. It's not something you wanna you wanna see or hear about. No, not at all. Yeah, and I couldn't have said it better myself, Vito. It's it's just a horrible situation, and thankfully there's some sort of accountability here. It looks like the resignation is actually official. That looked at, from what I saw. There's TKO filed some paperwork that makes it pretty legitimate that he is resigned from all of his duties on the board. And yeah, it probably was not a coincidence that the rock was brought on. They, I think I mentioned this last episode, but they had an idea that this was coming. There's no way. There's no way. No, because they definitely look at how seamless that transition was. Oh, they definitely they didn't miss a step. So they, oh, were they prepared, definitely knew. They were prepared for this. Yeah, no, they definitely knew. And, um, you know, it'll be interesting. You know, you see all these dark side of the ring episodes. They're they're doing a Netflix documentary mm-hmm. on Vince McMahon, um, and I think from what I, I was reading something the other day, um, and take it for what it's worth, but mm-hmm. it was supposed to be this, you know, piece that was pretty glorifying of Vince McMahon and all he's done for the industry. And what I've read is that it has been since this whole thing it has completely changed and it's been taking a lot longer to come out because i think they changed the direction of the documentary and i'm very curious to to see how it to see how it pans out i mean listen i don't want to spend too much time on this uh, but Mm -hmm. if you read a lot of the stories from back in the day even the the things about like pat patterson and some of the things he did and some of the stuff people would do in that locker room you know it it's it's a stain on the sport for sure more so you know than a lot of other sports and i, I don't know why it's that way I, but unfortunately it is and i think they've come a long way in this industry where mm-hmm. it's a lot less i i think it has to be because of social media and yeah. just information but i think it's it's come a long way 
from where it was, you know, 30, 40 years ago. Um, and unfortunately, um, I guess it isn't 100% clean. No. Um, no. So I don't think it ever will be. And I don't think any sport will be. But all you can do is, you know, take a look at this and say, hey, look, here's a situation that shouldn't happen again. And how do we learn from this and move on? And and I And I think that's what they need to do. Right. Like people in power like that shouldn't shouldn't have that ability. That's basically how I look at it, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, but moving on real quick, I want to touch on one other thing. Um, and I'll be real quick on this. Uh Peacock sucks. I'm excited about it Netflix. Does. Um, I'm curious to see how the relationship with Raw and SmackDown moving to USA affects things. I mean, yeah. you can you can generally see a shift in like even the commentators. Like you got Michael Cole went over to uh, to Raw, and then you got Pat McAfee who's back and doing another run, He's which back, I'm happy man. about. I love Pat I, McAfee I, as a they're great together. Oh, they're awesome. I mean, it's it's really good. And you know, we've talked about it plenty of times on our podcast. Having the commentary team is a huge part of mm-hmm. watching these shows. And like you go back to Jerry Lawler and Jr. Like honestly having them around the attitude era made that era and you mm-hmm. haven't had a lot of that but when you see michael cole and and pat mcafee together it, i think it's about as close as you get to a good commentary yeah. team um mm-hmm. and uh anyways i i i'm excited about the netflix thing 10 years i think it'll be interesting i'm excited like you said about watching it you watch it from anywhere like i'm in aruba i can't watch anything but netflix it would have been great to top on right. there i'm i'm really curious about the catalog uh, i'm honestly more curious about the catalog because yeah since it I, when wwe network is around it was so easy to go and watch mm-hmm. whatever you wanted to watch you go into peacock and it's just like it's like a hot I, mess it's, man it's like pulling teeth trying to find what you're looking for awful awful the categories yeah. are all messed up i i hate it i think it's garbage like it's a waste of money for them but I think they're capitalizing. I don't know how it's going to work. Um, I think Netflix yeah. would do a better job. Um, but I miss the WWE Network. I really do. Mm-hmm. I think everyone would say that who's a wrestling fan. So hopefully they can capitalize on that. I don't know how it's going to work. But Well, did you see that WWE Network is going to officially close down? Like, it's open internationally. I know it is, and, yeah. And I guess come January, it's going to be... Yeah officially closed down, which I'm just so upset about. I just, it was such a great invention and I, know. I miss, I miss it. If you, but I will say this on, on like a side note, if you like the WWE network and the way it was like structured and laid out, then you would really like the new TNA wrestling app because 100%. it's made from the same people who created yes, the is. original WWE network. And it's so easy to navigate the other day. And I know that I've posted this on on our TikTok, and and people really enjoyed this because it just shows how bad Peacock was. But you can watch. I'm I'm watching an Impact, and I can. And this was an Impact that aired earlier in the week and just went onto the streaming. So not a lot of time went right in there, and up at the top, and you scroll up, it says annotations, and it pauses for a second and gives you a breakdown of where to go in each for each match on the show that night. Amazing. So I could just go right to what I wanted to watch. I love it. I love it. And I miss that from the old WWE network. And you go through the pay-per-views and you could, yeah. they were, they were broken down by the different matches. It was amazing. Oh, hundred like, percent. That's what wrestling fans are looking for. And I hope Netflix pays attention to that and is able to do something with that. I, I don't know if they will, but if it's at least better organized, I'll consider that a win. Yeah. You know, again, I don't want to spend too much time on this. But I know. I, it's I a know. pain point for us. And for, listen, I know, I know we have a lot of international listeners probably more international listeners than we do domestic we do. listeners here <laughs> so i just want to say to you i'm sorry because you're now, now going to feel our pain um but i think the people who did the wwe network and again i i don't have anything to fact check this but the people who did that and did the tna or uh app also did the um like mlb network and um i i believe that they understand sports a little bit better than some of these other companies. Um, and it, you know, I don't think it's a hard thing to do. I mean, listen, I'll volunteer my time. I'll give you my feedback. Please reach out to me. I'll tell you what needs to be done. And it's not hard. Right. Um, I, and I'll, I, 
it'll be great for you. It'll be great for you. I'll, I'll volunteer my time. I'll, I'll, I'll gladly come help you make a great app because mm-hmm. I can tell you exactly what we're looking for. But I go back to when I was a kid and VHS was a thing um, before DVD. If yeah. I, and I somewhere in the depths of my parents' basement, I probably can find these. I used to record all the Raws. <laughs> and I remember being like, oh, this is great. I have like, I don't know, 50 episodes of Raw. Mm-hmm. How the hell am I going to figure out which one, which episode has what I'm looking for on it? I had no right. idea. So when the network came out and it was all organized and had all this stuff, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what a waste of my time and space. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I have these videos somewhere and it's, I told the episodes was like, I think it was when like the heart foundation was out, you know, and they were going up against DX and Shawn Michaels. And anyways, it, that's a whole nother story for another day, but right. yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Netflix. I'm curious to see how it goes. Plus I also think a 10 year deal, I know it's like five years and they have an option or whatever, but I think it'll give some stability. So it's not mm-hmm. constantly moving. Um, right. And I'm willing to, I'm willing to bet the ratings go up drastically because of the amount of people that can just watch it on demand. They don't have to watch it live. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people will, but you think right. of all the pirated TV sites and all the stuff that were killing ratings. Yeah. I, I'm willing to bet it goes, it goes up. Um, I, right. I, just, I do. So I think so too. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. They're still going to be on Peacock for at least another year. Cause I don't think the deal is up until 2026 for at least in the U S for the WWE library. You mean they're going to be on USA? There's, Oh, 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 oh. Well, I mean, mean their, their library is still going to be on Peacock until 2026 when that deal is up. So I think it'll be interesting to see if they migrate all of it to Netflix or if they keep it on Peacock or if they go somewhere else with it. Yeah, they I also said that the deal is up in like June or something. There's like a, a four or five month lag between yeah, of like where are they going to be? Where are they going to be? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm curious to know because I can't imagine they're going to go six months or four months, whatever the time frame is, without having raw. Like I don't think no. that's going to happen to be honest with you maybe for four months they'll be on disney plus no. <laughs> yeah we'll be on fubu <laughs> uh it is interesting okay. though because you look yeah. at the deals they have and how much tko paid for for to, to retain the wwe rights right was it mm-hmm. nine billion or something six billion mm-hmm. i can't remember like they got to make that money back and i mean how much not did they do make up? Right, but think about these deals. Like you look at, it's very similar to the NFL. Like mm-hmm. you know, all these NFL deals they get going on and signing with different things. Like I think that's how they're going to make their money. And yeah, you know, ultimately, people, it's going to come down to us paying more. Like you don't tell, you can't tell me that somehow Netflix mm-hmm. isn't going to make more money off this. Like I think Anya brought it up on the comments on about how you know i wonder if they'll charge more money for these you know live streaming services and absolutely they will yeah uh, you know that's a business aspect of it it's not really from a fan's perspective that's and that's what we do is very interesting i'm curious to see how it pans out right well exciting time in wrestling man yeah so for sure all right, you want to get right into the rumble you, you, now? You, you got right. it all out of your system. I got it all. You, you missed, got I know all. you missed us, so you you needed that time. Goose Rama, Goose Rama. <laughs> yeah, dude, let's jump into the rumble. What's right. what, what? What are your thoughts overall? Since you all got right. to see it as soon as you got home, what what was your overall? Well, listen, thoughts? I'm going to tell you this. It's a little tainted because I was on a long flight coming home, but I mean, I fell asleep <laughs> two different times during the Royal Rumble, which. Again, I'll chalk some of that up to just being tired from traveling, but I don't know. I, I even raw uh, yesterday night. I, I, it just something felt off. Like I don't know what it was, and mm. I, I, what, what I was reading was that the the rumble they had already scripted everything, and you didn't have. I think Brock Lesnar was supposed to be a part of it, and he wasn't, and they put Braun Breaker in his spot. If you like look at the people he threw out, it was all people that I feel like Brock would have thrown out. Like he threw out um uh what's his name? The big dude there. Uh um, not Umos. No, ooh, the almost 
Almost. I want to call him Umos for some reason. Almost. Why do you want to call him Umos? I don't know, man. I mess up everybody's name. So um, he threw him out, like the spot with it, it, you could see that that was meant for mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar, which, sure. you know, good for them. They put Braun Breaker in. I think it's his time. He has a, a shot to to shine and take that Brock yeah. Lesnar spot. Like, I think it was great. But um, yeah, I just, I thought the women's rumble was good. I thought the men's rumble was underwhelming boring i mean i i thought the the last piece of it you know with cody rhodes was good Mm -hmm. um you know i didn't think it was as great as him and gunther last year um no not at all you could see the rust with cm punk but um doesn't matter now yeah it was great that bailey won you know i thought i i thought that was a great choice i thought for sure becky lynch was gonna win um but I thought the spot with uh, our truth was pretty funny. Uh, him coming oh, out—that was perfect. Yeah, that was so good. <laughs> what, so I, I had people over the house. I know you weren't able to come, but I know. When, I, I know. when I was there, one of our friends was like, "What? What is the deal with our truth?" Like, I don't get <laughs> him, and I had to just explain that he's sort of like this character that just shows up in random places throughout the show and like isn't fully oriented, and so it almost becomes like he's like a meta character. He just like, shows up wherever. Like yeah. breaks breaks continuity, canon, whatever it is in pro wrestling, and like once he understood that piece of it, he was like on board with it. Just loved everything that r Truth did throughout the night. So r Truth has been funny. He's been good in the He's coming back. Fantastic with the, with the uh the Judgment Day, the the segment yeah. they did on Raw like two weeks ago or three weeks ago. Yeah, talking about him and the Judgment Day. Oh, that was so good. Um, it, that's that's like actual good comedy in wrestling like it's yeah. just really good it's just yeah. well done well done yeah, yeah but I, again i i thought the the rumble itself like i said I, again gr- props to wwe for bringing in a tna wrestler yep. and using her well and she looked good she did great she looked and, good yeah and i i will tell you jade Car- cargill did not look great um why does everybody say that? I don't agree with this, but go See, ahead. I just, I, I don't know if she feels, oh, I don't really know. Again, it's hard to tell if she's even a good wrestler because she just had squash matches in, in AEW. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know if like her, what, I don't even know what her wrestling style is. Like it's, it's, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I don't think she, like it was great. She picked up Nia Jax. And, um, like all, like she came across powerful. I just, I don't know. What did you want her to do? I don't know. I feel like a little bit, she's like the woman, the woman Goldberg, right? Like she's coming in WWE. We don't know how she wrestles and I hope she's just not overhyped. Like that's, that's it. I, I, that's a risk. Yeah. I, I mean, look at, well, We'll we'll find out what happens, um, but again, that's just my two cents. Yeah. Uh, right, even though and two I'm, never wrong, right. I'm never right, I'm never right, so I'm never right, yeah. Mikey. So just <laughs> it's all right. Whatever I say, usually opposite. No, it's happens. all right. I got I got defensive because I I was like, well, I thought she had a really good show and she looked good. Okay, you, that's you know? fine. Hey, listen, it's rare we agree on stuff. It so. is true. It's fine. That's part Listen, of the I'm not telling. I'm not telling you she was awful. I'm not telling you she was awful. I'm just saying, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to judge maybe, in a rumble. Maybe, maybe you have more of an anti AEW stance than you think. She came no. through. She, you feel like she got a stench from AEW? No, no, I don't. I don't think All it's right. an AEW thing. I just, I'm curious to know if she can actually wrestle. Like yeah. that's that's it. I mean, she didn't have long matches in AEW. Is it was more of like a Goldberg stigma. Where do you think they'll put her? You think they'll put her in NXT? I don't know. Um, I have a feeling she's going to wrestle at WrestleMania. I'll be willing to bet she's yeah. in like a tag team. I bet she's, she tags with Bianca Belair. That would be interesting. I, I I I don't know why. I just get the feeling. It'd be like a tag team. They can make her part of the show. Mm-hmm. Build up the hype a little bit. It'll be maybe her first match. Um, and fight the Kabuki Warriors for the uh tag team title, yeah, maybe good work. Yeah, uh, look yeah. at us booking the territory. Well, you know, 
let's finish talking about the Rumble, and then I'll. Yeah, that's true. I don't want to go in too much of a WrestleMania preview because we'll probably have a show on it. But I would like oh, to are. do our uh, like our first. Talk. Okay, all right. Then, like then, you know, we'll, you go we'll to a wedding. Time. You go to a wedding and you do your first look. I think that we should do like <laughs> a first look in the WrestleMania. <laughs> don't get me started. Anyway, yeah. so all right. But uh, anyway, Jay Cargill. I I give it like a like a C. I don't think it was terrible. Uh, I just yeah. I don't love you have four what did they have four matches in the mm-hmm. in, which is fine. We all like a shorter pay-per-view. I'm completely fine with that, but you can't have yeah. one of them end in a DQ. Like that's stupid. Like and I'm I will be the first one to criticize mm-hmm. Logan Paul when I when I get the chance. I've also been the first one to praise him when I get a chance. I thought he had one of the best matches of 2023. And uh I just I thought I hated that match. It, it, I think overall it just wasn't a strong show. No, it, and in terms of letter grade, I'd probably give it C plus B minus, and, yeah. and and really that that to me the the one thing that carried the show was like the women's rumble that opened it up and it, that was overall a really good match, and the other three were like, well, it I didn't feel personally invested in much of any of the matches. Like I well I like Logan Paul, and so I was I was more invested in that than I think Sarge was when we talked about it on Friday. But, you know, even so, like, the way it played out, it was like, okay, this is kind of, you know, ho-hum. We've kind of seen this before. And the Fatal 4-Way match, it was a foregone conclusion. I mean, what it was hard to really get up for that. You're like, this, you, you could think to yourself, this would probably be, it was a good match. But I think the, it was hard to get invested in the story of it because all of us knew in the back of our minds, well, what happens tonight after this match is really what's going to count. This yeah. is just Roman only, being Roman, you know? Not only that, but again, you know, I'll say this till I am like blue in the goddamn face. You're already blue in the sweatshirt. I know I am, which I really like the sweatshirt. It brings out yeah. my uh, my brown eyes. We got a little <laughs> Smackdown Raw thing going on. Yeah, yeah it's true. Um, how do you get invested in part-time wrestlers? Like Logan Paul hasn't been on TV in oh. six months. Roman Reigns never wrestles, and you have two of the four matches with those guys. Like I'm not invested. Mm. I don't give a shit. Like that's my that's my thing. Like mm. uh, you know, and I'm gonna. I was gonna talk about this later, but we're gonna go right into it now. Um, did you watch Raw last night or catch any of the clips? Yeah. Okay, I did. Seth Rollins absolutely buried. The WWE title last night. Absolutely buried it. Which is so strange to me because mm-hmm. it's counterintuitive to what they're doing with Roman Reigns. It makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. So the only conclusion that I can personally come up with is there have been a lot of injuries to CM Punk, Brock Lesnar's out, Charlotte Flair's done, Kevin Owens got injured. Um, so what is the main event going to be? You know, I was thinking personally, I thought it was going to be, I didn't know what it was going to be. There's some options, but I ultimately, my final thought at the moment was going to be Cody Rhodes for Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins for CM Punk. Those would be mm-hmm. the two headliners. I, that's what I thought, to be honest with you. And you could say the rock and Roman, whatever, but now that everyone's injured, what else do they do? I think you kind of have to do Roman versus The Rock and Cody versus Seth. Yeah, like those are maybe. the two main events. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I think they kind of backed themselves into a corner here because of the injuries and even Seth Rollins is hurt so like right. what, do you, what do you do? And how do you how do you complete this story with Cody Rhodes not wrestling Roman Reigns? And I think yeah. last night you heard and I don't know, maybe I'm making this up. I don't know. But you heard Cody Rhodes. He said, Saturday, I needed you guys more than, like, ever. And mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, Seth Rollins comes out. And to me, it seems like they're like, hey, listen, Cody, we want you to finish the story, but we need two main events here. So we're going to somehow make it yeah. seem like you're going to finish the story with Seth Rollins here. And how do you do that? You try and make that title mean more yeah you mean more and and i guess like in essence you don't really need to make the world title 
mean more yeah. because Roman Reigns has already held it for so long, and that story is more about the head of the table than it is about the title. You know what I mean? So I'm wondering if if Cody was upset because they're like, hey, listen, this is the direction we're going in, and I know it sucks, but maybe not. I don't know. I hope maybe, not. Yeah, we don't know what it was. We don't know I what it is. See, I want to see Cody more than anything, as much as I want to see The Rock and Roman, I think we could do that another time. I want to see Cody finish the story with Roman. I think that's yeah. the perfect way to end Roman's title reign, which I think needs to happen if he's not going to be on TV. I can't take mm-hmm. it. When he was on TV constantly and was defending the title, he was much more prominent in my eyes. I, mm-hmm. This is just, I, I felt more invested in the story. It was sure. great. I just don't feel that same way anymore. And I think it's just because he's yeah. not on TV. Well, I don't know if it's that, but I also think at some point it just starts going on too long. I mean, for for it to be in in the time we are in wrestling where things move so fast, to have a guy who's held a title for almost four years is almost unheard of to think yeah. about. And so I think something there, there's something to that piece of it, too, where it's like eventually our attention just starts to wane on it. And, and as great as his, this run has been for him, and it's arguably one of the greatest title reigns in pro wrestling history, however you feel about part-time or not, the bottom line is he's doing it. And he's making history, and he's he's was arguably at the top of his game. I'm not really sure anymore at this point. I think maybe he's looking to step away a little bit, which I don't blame him for. As far as the part-time thing, and I said this with Sarge too, I just like don't buy into that. I'm like, that's kind of bullshit. We've been arguing about this for 10 years, about the part-time thing, ever since The Rock came back, even earlier in 2013. And there was a whole argument. Uh, we can't get fully invested in 2013 because he's The Rock's not here all the time. And, and how, could, uh, how could they expect people to want to buy the show? Well, guess what? They did buy the show. WrestleMania 29 broke box office. So what are they talking about? And then Brock Lesnar was another part-time champion, and everybody was upset about that. And then look what happens as soon as WrestleMania comes around and he's getting ready for a match everyone's up for it. So I think I think this is just a weird thing that we get caught up in because we as wrestling fans take a lot of ownership more than any other sport of the people that we're watching. And so I think we like to we like to have that control and we would like them here every week. We want them to sort of ascribe to like we have our own expectations for them is what I'm saying. A long-winded way, but I'm a disagree. <laughs> right. Yeah. Only because that's why, that's why I like you. Let me, we have this, to disagree. let me give you this example. When Roman Reigns was constantly on SmackDown and they did the story with Sami Zayn. Yeah. How invested in that story were you? I mean, you talked about it forever because of it was he, great. It was great awesome. TV. But it was because you, you felt it. You saw him every week. It was a mm-hmm. buildup. I just can't get invested like sure am i going to be excited about the match regardless whether he's there or not whether it's brock lesnar yes 100 but i'm just telling you the outcome usually is less and i the, the match becomes less because you are just less invested because the guy's not there you know and 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 I, again if roman was there every single week and we were talking about cody rhodes or we we're talking about the rock or whatever it might be i just fully believe that you are so much more invested in that match that when you are watching that match no matter the outcome like it it's it's a different feeling and that's truthfully how i feel and mm-hmm. so when they buried the title last night on raw that i was, was a mistake sh- yeah, a mistake. It, it it was a mistake but it also was interesting because i do feel like that title is more important because Seth Rollins is defending it and showing up every week. And it's like, okay, this makes a lot of sense. Like you're speaking the truth right now. And I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. But for them to come out and say it is strange because it's counterintuitive to what they're doing with Roman Reigns. Like it's right. It's a a weird feeling for me because I understand what they're doing and it makes a lot of sense. And I agree with them, but it also like, diminishes a little bit of what roman reigns that, that's a and and so my my hope is that there's some sort of rebuttal on smackdown then about the prestige of that title because you got to do something there be, because right. what you risk now is that nobody will care about that because now you're burying it you sanctioned this you sanctioned him to go out there unless 
unless he went completely rogue, which has happened before. But I, I mean, I not don't. Seth Rollins, but it's it's happened where wrestlers have gone rogue before. But this is kind of a this didn't feel that way. This felt calculated. Yeah. And so, I, I maybe that's part of the story that they're trying to tell is if I if maybe Seth is trying to manipulate Cody into thinking that somehow going for Roman's title is going to be less prestigious than him going for his. But I mean, that world heavyweight championship's only been around less than a year. So I think, I think in terms of prestige and history, uh, you have to also look at the hypocrisy of what he's saying. He was also a former WWE champion. So let's not forget that one of the most famous cash-ins of all time at WrestleMania 31. So he's talking out of his ass right now. But again, it also shed light on the fact that there's two champions and one is less yeah. than the other. Like it, it, it kind of was like a unknown thing. It was like you don't mm-hmm. talk about which one's better than the other. It's like they're both champions. You just have and, two championships. Yeah, and now it's like you're competing against champions, and it to me it just feels strange because with all the different titles and 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 whatnot, I honestly don't know which one mm-hmm. is. A more prestigious title i would obviously think the wwe one is but again this is the whole thing and, and yeah, I'll, i don't know i'll quote the the late great late great i'll quote M- big mango here when you have what was what did he say something like when you have too many championships you have no champions at all or something yeah, if everyone's a champion nobody's a champion yeah and and i don't yeah. disagree with him but it's kind of like as a wrestling fan you just go with the flow and you're like whatever there's a bunch right. of champions the, the, but, the disbelief of like this world yeah but i think at the end of the day like it 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 was just an interest I, I was watching it last night and i was almost like they're burying this title right now and yeah. it's very odd yeah. it's, but i think it's, 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 it's they have to build move. i i i i I personally believe it's because they're going to end up having Rock versus Roman. I hope they don't, but they have to have two two right. main events. If, if that's how they do it, I just disagree with the method of how they do it. Then. Me too. I would disagree with the method. I, I, I almost, and I said this on Friday, My, if I was going to do it, like maybe, maybe it's not a one-on-one match, or maybe it is a triple threat with Rock, Cody, and, and Roman. And they take the route of like the old, like remember WrestleMania 20, right? Benoit wins the rumble. Michaels forces his way into the match. He just like, doesn't let it go. He just keeps attacking both of them. And eventually they just put him in the match. And so I, I want like, you could do that and have rock be the third guy that keeps injecting himself into it, which could be good because it could also save face for Cody. If people would sort of defend him maybe of, Hey, this guy won the rumble. He earned the right to do this. What are you doing trying to get into it? I don't know, yeah. but I, no, but that's, that's true too. Maybe but that I doesn't also, make a lot of sense, but I also think when you finish this story, it needs to be a clean win for Cody over, over Roman. Like, I think that's yeah. like the, the, if you're going to sum this up in the perfect light yeah. for a wrestling yeah. fan, like so it's gotta be a clean finish, win. Yeah. It's gotta be him pinning Roman to complete the story. And to me, that'll, that'll, I think everybody yeah. wants that. I think right, you have, right. you have gone ideal... a year You've gone a year saying you're going to complete this. I think people want that. I think they mm-hmm. need that. Um, yeah. And I, I also think it's going to diminish the match versus Roman and The Rock. Like, I just, sure. I think that could be a huge match, obviously. Uh, unless and you don't they, even need uh, the unless they kick the can down the road. I mean, if they kick the can down the road and do it at SummerSlam or they do it sure. at Survivor sure. Series. But then who's the other main event? What's that? That's the thing. Like who, where, where do you, I, I mean, where do you go with the, the second main event for us yeah, in yeah. this year? Do you realize how far we've gone from the Royal Rumble? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. This first first I feel like this we just went down look, a yeah. rabbit hole. Well, we listen, rabbit hole, I, it was the first look at a wedding. My, my wife looked beautiful. I just want to keep talking to her, you know, that's <laughs> so, the first look. Well, like, like, hey, how you doing? You know, <laughs> well, there's the not ceremony. much to talk about with the Rumble. I just, you know, I, I, again, I, 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 I go for it. I just gonna say okay, so let's talk about we, we talked about the, the men's rumble, thought it was all right. Let's talk about the women. I, I'll be honest, I think it went women's rumble was the best, men's was probably the second best thing. I think then the, the four-way match, then maybe you know, the other match. And mm-hmm. you know, if you talk about the four-way match, like 
There was not, I don't even need to talk about it, quite honestly. So that wasn't anything to write home about. It was yeah, stupid. it was stupid. It, it just, it, it, again, and, and I think they're killing LA Knight's momentum. The poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I agree. It's, it feel it doesn't feel the same. Nope. From, from when we all. talked to him in September to now, it's just like, yeah. Really I don't think he's a flash in the pan as some other I don't people think like so either. call it. But, but I, I think what ha- this happens a lot sometimes, and we've seen it happen with other wrestlers. When it comes to this time of the year, it's very crowded at the top. Mm-hmm. And and I think there's only so much room, and it's hard. I think it's it. they find themselves in this weird, like, kind of booking jail where, like, there's only so much they can do with this person until afterwards, which is saying something that they don't see them as in that picture right now. But... Who knows? Hopefully after WrestleMania, we'll kind of see a real resurgence there for LA Knight, but I just don't see it happening by Mania. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to, if you're going to do the rock, I mean, um, Roman and, and Cody, you should give the other, the other main event to LA Knight. Like you still have momentum there. You can mm-hmm. capitalize on it. I mean, have we seen have we seen Rollins versus LA Knight? I don't think we have. I, I don't know that it would be the best match, to be honest, though. Like, I, I, I'm, as much as I love LA Knight, I, I, like, Rollins is on a different level of, of wrestling, I think, than mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't mind a Gunther versus Rollins match. I think that would be awesome. He's got to drop that IC title first. I know that. I know that. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be interesting. I, I don't know. I, <laughs> But yeah, the rumble just okay. You want to talk about the women's rumble? We can. I know we're kind of yes, all over please. the place here. You um, know how much I love the women's rumble, and look at her, look at that winner right there, Bailey. It was, it was amazing. A, I, I was glad she won. Um, she deserved it. Who's she going to face though? Because I think Ripley. You think so? She's gonna yeah. Face Leo. Yeah. yeah. There, there's been this whole story with Damage Control on SmackDown, where yeah. ever since Oscar joined. And then Kyrie Zane joined. There's been this like rift, and there's like a separation between them and Bailey, where like they're kind of viewing her as like the odd woman out. Yeah. So I I think that now with this Rumble story progressing the way it is, and and after what happened on Raw last night, where she kind of called out Rhea Ripley, Rhea, Rhea Ripley responded, was coming out, and there was looked like there might there was going to be something, and then Nia Jax jumped in. So I think there's they're setting that up probably for the elimination chamber. Whoever wins that will get a shot at Rhea. And I think it'll be I think I, I yeah, maybe. I mean, she did say it here on the podcast that she did want Rhea Ripley. That's why I'm saying that. So she's yeah, gonna find a way. Yeah. You heard it here, folks. Go back and listen. <laughs> uh but I I do think that Bailey's gonna end up fighting Neo Sky. I always have this like weird hope that maybe Sasha will come back to like be in her corner or something, but I feel like that's too much of like small potatoes for Sasha. If she's coming back, it's got to be for like a real match. So, but I, I do think Bailey, Sasha. I, I love, oh, I know you are, but I, I, I'm come back I'm, or don't. <laughs> I know. I'm just happy for Bailey. I think she has had such a great body of work in, in wrestling. And yeah. she, I, I, I again, I, I feel like I'm just repeating myself now, but really she's been overshadowed by the other three of the four horse women for a long time. She was the only one that didn't get called up to the main roster when they went from NXT. She's always sort of been the odd woman out. And so that's why I kind of like this damage control storyline, because it's sort of like art imitating life where now she's become almost less in the spotlight than the other ones are within the group. So I I think this was a good way for her to get back in that spotlight. She's now going to have a main event at WrestleMania. If they do it right, she could headline night one. I would. That's what I would want because I think one we haven't had that happen since Sasha and Bianca a couple of years ago. So they're. I think they're kind of due. Like you need you need a prominent women's storyline in there. But yeah, that's just I, Mickey Cash's two cents. But I, I think Bailey. I I don't see for some reason, and I said this on Friday that I I think Bailey may not be here much longer for some reason. I don't know why but they have this weird feeling that like maybe she's going to go somewhere else and, and whether it's Japan or TNA or something like that, I just feel like she could and be successful. She's, she's someone who I, I think of the four 
her and Mercedes are are have that kind of I don't know, just have have that ability where where they could thrive in pretty much any system that you put them in. Okay. Well, two things. One, do you think she turns face? I think she does. Yeah, I think she's already starting. That's what I mean. That's why that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. she will and then that makes that storyline a lot better. The second thing is I think you're right. I think you do the Royal Rumble. You have two nights of uh, WrestleMania. I think make it real simple. One headlines one night, a women's. Mm-hmm. One headlines the other. I mean, otherwise, what are you doing? Why do you even have the Royal Rumble? Yeah. Why do you even have exactly? So I think you're right on that. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that for sure. Yeah. Um, Check us. That. Look, we did we just agree on something? Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I mean, look at. I, I think it's great to have like. I mean, the problem is, okay, Rock comes there's back. Too much, there's too much at the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think you, you set the standard and just do it that way. And, like, it is what it is. Yeah. Like, you – or, or don't have live. the rumble. Be or fine. Don't, yeah, don't have the rumble, you know? Like, right. that's, that's my <laughs> great, theory. That's like, a great point. If it's such if a prominent if thing. If you're not like, going to do anything with it, then don't do the rumble. Yeah. 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 I, I'm, I'm curious to see how that goes. I, you know, one thing we didn't talk about, you know, we had – Typically at the Rumble, you have like legends or whoever come mm-hmm. back, and you know the legends were lacking this year. Which fine, whatever. I I always like to see. It would have been cool to have um, mm-hmm. Jacqueline come back for yeah. the Rumble or something something like that. Um, I thought for sure we were going to see Hogan come back, and like even if it was for like a ten second thing, yeah. Just like the amount you've seen him on TV, it was in Tampa. He hasn't had that yep. last match. They've been talking about it forever. I just thought. For a half second, you know, you were going to see him come back. But whatever. It, like, again, these are yeah. things that it, it's not make or break. It just would have been cool. Uh, but you had Naomi come back, which I think you predicted. That was great. We all saw that coming. Mm-hmm. It's good to see her come back. The other one, which I don't quite understand. I don't like this guy. I, I think it's just going to be another mid-carter, Andrade. Uh Maybe. I mean, you I, might I you might be right, but... He's just going to be on the mid-card. What is he going to do? I don't know, but would you rather... Uh, maybe in wrestling, there's a lot of... He's married to Charlotte, so I think that, I know. that's part of a big part of him wanting to come back. At least you get to see your, your spouse oh, I know. more often. I but know. I, I, I just... We'll, we'll see what happens. Time will tell. It's only He's only been back for a cup of coffee right now, but... Yeah, we'll see I know. What, we'll, we'll see how it progresses. I just maybe I, he does something with Legato del Fantasma or LWO, that kind of thing. Who knows? I just he doesn't do it for me. I don't know. Yeah. I don't I Man, just I doesn't you. do it for me. I don't know what it is. I mean, great, he came back. I just see him as another, you know, like LWO member or something. Yeah. Like I they, not everyone's meant to be world champion. It's just fine. Like, it's not the way wrestling works. That's not fine. everyone's gonna be at the top. That's fine. I just, you know, he left because I think he wasn't getting that push that he wanted, and he's coming back, and I don't think he's going to get that push that he wanted. <laughs> so <laughs> that's just my thing. I don't think so either. Like, yeah. like we said, it's crowded at the top right now. Yeah, but which is I, good. I wanted to respond to something you mentioned about the the lack of legends in this match, sure. and and I I think at least on the women's side, I find it to be kind of a healthy thing because in my in my head it's showing just how deep the roster is now they can rely on the people that they have and not only it, not just raw and SmackDown, but also bringing in some of the NXT folks, Tiffany Stratton, love her. Me. I, I got to see her at battleground last May with Mrs. Cash. And that that's her new favorite wrestler is Tiffany Stratton and Roxanne Perez. Absolute badass. I think they had good showings and it, it, I think what it's doing is it's also uh, validating the system that they have is now you can have those people join in the Royal rumble and it feels like, Oh, these people are good. They can hang with the main roster talent. And so I, I think that it's just showing the growth that this division has made over the years. And I really enjoyed the surprise with Jordan grace. I, I like that. If that's like a yearly thing where like TNA just maybe sends whoever their knockouts champion is, to enter into the Royal Rumble, that's kind of cool. You know, it's yeah. like, it's, I, I, I like that because I, I just enjoy that, you know, I like that Triple H like hated the Forbidden Door. I was about to, I was in about a to way, I was like, if a wrestling company wants to work with another one, they just will. And yeah, it, I don't want to call it that it, silly door thing. <laughs> I know, he just got so pissed about it. Uh, I, I really think that this 
this makes TNA seem like one of the best wrestling companies out there because they work with everybody. They have great relationships with New Japan. They work with AEW. They work they work with CMLL. They're working with WWE. I mean, dude, Scott Demore is just absolutely crushing it in the networking game. This guy knows how to make friends. Yeah. It's just I think that's plain and simple. And that's really great. It, it's a good look for TNA, quite honestly. Oh, 100%. And they have a I think they have an opportunity where AEW is floundering a little bit where they can step up in the ranks. Uh, you know, I, I don't know that they have the cash flow that yeah. um, you know, Daddy Khan has over there, but they uh they clearly they, don't need to. Look at what they're able to do. They know no, how to I, build relationships. Nope, I I agree. Um, but you, you know, you talked about the women's rumble and legends. I think the other piece that's kind of cool is if you go back in the history, you know, the women's division, obviously, we talk about all the time, has come a long way. And back in the day when you had like Trish Stratus and Lita and some mm-hmm. of these women wrestlers that didn't get the time of day, it's great to see them come back when it's flourishing and to have that opportunity in there. So like having someone like Jacqueline, who yeah, I think could have hung with, some of the people today or someone like jazz or people like that, that, you know, were ahead of the time is always fun to see and to give yeah. them their due. Like, and, and I, I compare it to like a rumble a few years ago when Chris, when Christian came back, right. He came in the number two spot and he hung around the entire time in the yeah. rumble. I thought it was kind of cool. Cause it was like, Oh, you, you, you think he's going to get eliminated real quick. Doesn't have a shot at winning. Right. Um, and it just, it, I, I don't know, I always find that pretty, pretty cool. And I, I mm-hmm. like when they have a legend come back. I don't know who from the men's side it would have been, you know, I, people talked about yeah. X-Pac, which whatever, that wouldn't really have done it for me. I mean, it would have been cool, something like that, but someone you haven't seen in a while, it would have yeah. been cool to see, um, Zach Ryder come back. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. I thought for, we had a shot at that. I was a big Zach Ryder it was guy. It's possible. Yeah. I, I, I like Matt Cardona. I like Matt mm-hmm. Cardona. I think he's he's good. Um, but anyways, I I always look forward to something like that in the Rumble. You know, again, that's my um, you know me. I say it all the time. I'm a sucker for a good surprise. <laughs> I know, I know. You you love a good love a good shot in the arm like that. Yeah, but I'm always telling you something stupid's gonna happen. I know, I know. And sometimes <laughs> it does. You, you even a blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then. I'd say I hit about two percent of the time. No, and that's generous. That's all right. Yeah, we'll give it to you. That's okay. fine. But yeah. yeah. So at least I'm realistic. I, so I guess what overall thoughts on this show? Good, not great. Yeah, I thought it was disappointing. Yeah. I mean, I was expecting better. Um, again, I wonder how much of all the stuff going on externally had to do with it. You know, uh, you, mm-hmm. I, listen, I watched the press conference. Triple H looked old. For the first time in a while, he I don't know, maybe it was the glasses. I've never oh, seen him wear been glasses. a stressful week, I think. He just looked old and yeah. run down. And um, I mean, there's a lot going on right now. And you know, I I I I did like what Cody said though, you know, and I I think it it's there's not a lot people don't talk about this a lot, but having someone like Cody Rhodes or Mick Foley um in the locker room goes a long way. Like, and he talked about how you know they're like a family now and it's yeah they give themselves a hard time but when you guys are all on the same page and like everyone's fighting for each other and yeah you want to obviously personally you want to do well but like when you can do things as a team and and like you can see it as a fan you could see that everyone's fighting for the same thing that's why it's always good to have competition because they have something to fight yeah. for but they're all mm-hmm. on the same team you know and and you see that i i, I felt it you know even when when CM Punk came back, like you felt everyone was, you know, agitated, right. But they were willing to give him a shot. And yeah. um, I, I thought that was a cool thing to say. And it just, you, you haven't had locker room guys like that. You have the undertaker. But he's not, I feel like he's just like the, the dictator, like, you know, the old school wrestling locker mm. room leader, but like guys like Mick Foley, who, and, and I, I, I would think he's probably the ultimate locker room guy. And if you, if you listen to JR's podcast, he talks about it all the time. He's like, one thing I felt like we were lacking when we brought in Mick Foley was a, a guy, a good locker room guy. And he's like, that's half the mm-hmm. reason I wanted him in WWE. And, um, and it, I, I think it goes a long way. I really do. I really do. You know, 
I think yeah, Cody's that, that type I, of guy. Co- Cody definitely has the ability. He knows how to do good PR. He he has the yes. ability to, to – he knows how to do a press conference. Maybe that has something to do with the EVP experience. You kind of have to definitely. have that ability to do that. So I, I think he was – I think he already has had experience being closer to Triple H's role than not, and maybe by more, this, more so than some of the other wrestlers have. So I think if there was anybody that might be more prepared to give a statement like that about what the whole situation was, it would be Cody. So I, I mean, and and I think according to wrestling Twitter, I mean, it, he's it, he gave a better answer than Triple H did, who was pulling his best Neo, just dodging, you know. Which I, I, that part I I kind of understand. I think everybody's we get like our our we get a hair across our ass where we just have an expectation that. Uh, well, he needed to come out here and say all of this. And yeah, ideally that would have happened. But guess what? That's not the reality of business. That's not the reality of of what they're dealing with. And he's probably being told not to say anything. So if he's got to act like an idiot and, and like that's, yeah, it's not ideal. I would much rather he just say, yeah, this is fucked up. I can't believe Vince did this, this is my father-in-law. But that's not the world we live in. It's not It's not going to happen. No, and, and no he one can. here is going to get what they want from him at yeah, a press conference. Can. He can't because if it wasn't for Vince, he wouldn't be in the position he's in. So he can't but throw he, Vince under the bus and he can't paint himself in a corner of being a supporter of Vince. Like, so. But it, even bigger than that, he's got like, there's so many more people Triple H has to answer to now. Yeah, that's that, true. That it's different. It's not as simple as we're a privately run company. So we can kind of say and do whatever the fuck we want. That's not how yeah. it works. Right. They have, oh, they have a whole board of directors that they have to answer. Right. To. That guy, Ari Emanuel, sounds like. He's really pissed about this whole situation. So sure. he probably doesn't want anybody saying anything. And he's trying to handle all this and get rid of those people that were close to Vince, which, dude, who the fuck knows? Maybe Triple H is gone too. I mean, you don't know. We don't know what they what they really want to do there. So it's I mean, I I'm I'm interested to see what happens in the next couple of months. Cause I think it's gonna be a while of this process of of sort of eliminating those close to Vince. Yeah. I'm 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 so, also curious. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Well, it's a, it, you know what though? This this is makes for great, great. Oh, not the Vince thing. Sorry, I was a bad transition. Bad transition. <laughs> bad bad transition. I will say outside of the Vince thing, and we've said mm-hmm. it for a while now. When we started this podcast, we were angry. We were we wanted to voice our opinion, and mm-hmm. you know we've come a long way. Like there's you, yeah. I mean, listen, if you could go speed through all of our podcasts, the amount of anger and outrage we had as a fan to where we are now. And, and it's like, there's options mm-hmm. and you know, it's just, it's good time for wrestling and it's, it's, it's much more um, Zen pod. Well, sort of, I mean, listen, we still have our opinions, but still get we're, heated. we're, we're much more uh, relaxed. We're, we're enjoying what's going on. We, we might not mm-hmm. like some of the stuff, but at least we're in a better direction. Agreed. I think this podcast was initially an outlet to voice our <laughs> yeah. frustration. And then over time, we kind of, one, we got it out of our system. I think that's important. But then as time went on, wrestling did just get better. And then there was more options. And those options got better. So um, there's not that much to complain about. If I don't like it, I'll just watch something else and kind of yeah. get my fix from that. So, Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Well, anything else, Vito? No, I think I think next up, you know, we do a, a little, you know, preview for WrestleMania down the road yeah. here. Um, this is kind of our hot season. We usually always do a, a little WrestleMania preview, a little WrestleMania yeah. recap. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to see how it goes. I, I'm like I said, we've talked about it today, but it's bummer that, you know, you have all these injuries. Um, and, you know, I think you know, you originally look at the potential card that you had, and it was probably one of the best we've had in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Um, not that the others were terrible, but I just think like it was just so many good things. There's so many different stories that could mm-hmm. have happened. Um, and unfortunately that's just not going to be the case. So we'll see what happens. I think it's an opportunity for people to step up, you know? Yeah, I do. Well, Hey, you know what? Um, I couldn't have said it any better myself. So guys, Thank you again for listening and sticking around with us uh, all these years. And we got more coming coming your way. Yeah, I think we're going to be doing some episodes in the next couple of weeks uh, as we lead up to Elimination Chamber in Australia. That'll be a fun show. 
Maybe we'll, maybe we'll even do a review episode of the very first Elimination Chamber way back in 2002. And okay. the ugliest wrestling attire of all time belonging to Shawn Michaels. So, <laughs> it was his haircut. Uh, it was the bomb. It was, it, was it, was the the... Hair, it was everything involved. <laughs> it was just unbelievable. It looked like a soccer mom out there. But it was great. <laughs> so uh, listen, guys, you know where to find our website. You know where to find us on the socials. Be hit sure that subscribe like, button. Hit that subscribe button, baby. We're trying to trying to break some break some barriers here. So uh, we got some good stuff coming your way. Again, keep your eyes on those feeds. Thank you for joining us today. And until next time, keep on strutting, Jabroni.